Welcome to The Kidney Connection, a weekly show about dialysis wellness, kidney health, and how to make holistic choices that can lead us to the healthiest possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Ebony G, a registered nurse in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information and free resources to help you get started, please visit our website, www.lwapllc.com. I really hope you enjoy listening to this show, but just a reminder, this show is not a substitution for medical diagnosis and treatment. Hi there, and welcome to episode 78 of The Kidney Connection, why you should be focused on decreasing your blood pressure. Uh, And this episode can go for anyone, um, whether you're working on your dialysis wellness or your kidney health, because not everyone on dialysis has um, high blood pressure or heart disease um, when they start, or even at any point. Um, it just depends. So this, this information can go for anyone. And being as though May, May is a lot of things, (laughs) y'all. Not only is May Stroke and Hypertension Awareness and Education Month, May is also Mental Health Month and Meditation Month. So we will be getting to uh, quite a few uh, areas of discussion. I'll just say in the next two months because there's so many things to talk about. Uh, I might not get them all in. In May. So we're going to continue in June. (laughs) So like I said, today we are going to be discussing why is it important to get your blood pressure down? And I know we all think, you know, I know why. You know, first of all, it's not good to have high blood pressure, right? Which is not. Um, And the second thing that you might think is, I know some people feel like, I don't know. I've tried everything. You know, I've lost weight. Uh, I've stopped eating salt, uh, and I still can't get my blood pressure down. And when I hear that from people, I usually ask them, okay, so how is your emotional health? How are you dealing with stress? How are you coping with everyday life? What are you doing to get quiet and get by yourself and just have a few minutes just to sit still? Because that stuff is very important too. It's almost sometimes as important as changing your diet and exercising more and losing weight. Just as important. Uh, so I have a few uh, a few bullet points today. So our first talking point will be uh, that heart health is very important. And decreasing your blood pressure, as I just said, oftentimes goes hand in hand with decreasing your stress. You know? So how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? We will talk about some to-dos towards the end for our takeaways, our action portion, right? Because I always like to bring at least three talking points, and then we get to work. In the last part of the podcast, we get to work, and we talk about some possible action steps that you can take to change your life for the better. And I talk about a few action steps because as I often say, what works for me might not work for you. 
and what worked for you might not work for me. And maybe the first three things that you told me might not work for me, but the fifth thing does. You know, so we have to be, we have to be proactive. We have to be constantly searching for what is working for us, what is serving us. And we also have to, at the same time, constantly be looking out for what is not working for us and what does not serve us so that we can get rid of it and we can make room for things that are working. We can make room. It's almost like clipping, you know, the dead ends. You know, if it's not working, don't just leave it hanging around. Let's clip that thing. Let's get some new growth, some new life, some new energy, you know, into the room, into your life, into your space. It's so, so, so important. And so I say all that to say, don't give up just because the first, you know, five or even 10 things don't work, you know, because you might run into a streak in the next 20 things that you try is banging. You just never know. You never know. And I just, it makes me sad when I hear that people, they just give up way too easily. Um, on themselves, on them situations, whatever it may be. You know, things are tough. Things are tough. You know, we were not promised that we weren't going to see hard times. Only thing we were promised is that we would be delivered from them, right? Um, I got off track a little bit there, but it, I really, really, that was, that was on me at the time to say. So heart health, um, decrease in blood pressure and decrease in stress to me are like, Two of the main things that you can do to protect your heart health. Um, and that includes, you know, a healthy diet, getting some exercise, and I feel like having an emotional wellness plan as well. Like I said before, these health these healthy coping mechanisms. You know, how are you how are you dealing with your stress? How are you do you know what your triggers are and what and what those triggers cause you to do? You know, because then you can just reverse engineer. Okay, what are these triggers? All right, and what do they make me do? Why do they make me do this? And I never suggest just cutting things out completely because I know that does not work for me. You know, and even studies suggest that that does, that does not work effectively to actually change habits and behavior patterns, right? So we have to also replace those negative uh, or bad habits or whatever we're doing with some positive things. Like, for example, when I'm working on something, not necessarily a podcast because I'm talking, but maybe I'm coming up for content for the podcast, or maybe I'm um, drafting my show notes or making graphics, whatever it is. That snack monster attacks me. I just, I'm, I'm not hungry. But I'm just sitting and I'm just like, I really could eat something, <laughs> you know? So for me, I had to really realize that sitting um, and working like that was a trigger for me. And I really, you know, I have a few options. I can really do whatever I want. But in my quest to become healthier, because um, I'm also trying to protect my kidney health, right? I am, you know, either I'm getting grabbing a piece of fruit, you know, I'm going to chug some more water. Uh, I'm just going to ignore it. I'm just going to get up and walk around. Um, you know, and those are like the main three things that I try to do. And I find that they alleviate that snack monster for me. Uh, it's some days where, you know, that snack monster is too strong and it gets the best of me. I'm human just like everybody else. But I, but in those cases, I try to make sure at least my snack is a healthy snack. Like I love me some um, Angie's Boom Chicka Pot White Cheddar Popcorn. 
because it's whole grain and it's really not a lot of calories. So I will just, I won't bring the whole bag. I'll just pour it like in a baggie, you know, make one serving. I think a cup is like 150 calories or something like that. So I try to be mindful of the snack that I choose um, when that happens. Now, and that's not even always the case with that because sometimes it's like bump that. I want some gummy bears or, you know, cookies or whatever, you know, and sometimes I do go that road as well. Um, but it's all about, you know, knowing yourself, you know, knowing your triggers, engaging, you know, these things that you want to do, whatever it is. Like I said, whatever phase you might be, you might say, oh, Jack, I can really go for a snack. Let me just make it a healthy snack. Or, hmm, it's been two weeks. I haven't really had anything sweet. I will use this opportunity to do that. You know, but all of it starts with just self, that self-awareness and knowing like where you are. Uh, in your in your journey and in your mindset and what you're trying to achieve and is that decision going to uh, enhance what you're trying to achieve or is it going to take away from what you're trying to achieve you know all it is sometimes it's exhausting right because you have all of these things to think about all of these different thoughts all of these different uh, emotions that you kind of have to decipher through uh, in a relatively short amount of time but that's where that exercising uh, these muscles come into play. It doesn't make it as labor intensive and as exhausting when you're constantly, excuse me, when you're constantly practicing that. It just, it doesn't make it as bad, right? So basically I was, that was just the first point. We were just talking about heart health. And mainly the two things, decrease in blood pressure and decrease in stress. And how you can do that couple examples of how you can do that you know a healthy diet and some exercise because heart you know heart disease you know creates long-term damage like you don't come back your heart doesn't come back from that you know that your vessels don't come back from that damage once they're damaged they're damaged and then the goal is just not to damage them further so you just you know main thing is you don't want you know, you just don't want it. And then if you do have it, you want to, you want it to inflict minimal damage, minimal damage because heart disease can cause other kinds of heart diseases and abnormalities of the heart. You know, it isn't just blanket, blankety blank heart disease. No, you know, you can have different parts of your heart disease. You can have uh, enlarging of the heart. You can have um, what they call where it's like a stiffening of the heart. I don't want to use, you know, these medical terms because I really want people to understand, you know, it can get bigger, it can get hard. You know, either way, it's not, it, the, those two things means it can't pump effectively to the rest of your body. And then that affects other things, right? You could, a heart attack, a heart attack is a is a type of heart disease, right? Some of that heart uh muscle was damaged due to lack of blood flow you could have coronary artery disease which you know is the artery one of the main arteries of the heart main artery of the heart you could have peripheral artery disease uh which is another artery is the arteries not necessarily you know right at the heart but around the heart 
you know, you can have heart arrhythmias, you can have heart rhythm issues. There's so many different, uh, and, and arrhythmias, you know, particularly AFib, I don't know if you see these commercials, AFib, you know, and could increase your chances of having a stroke just because of how uh, irregular your heart flutters and sometimes you have blood sitting, sometimes that can create clots, sometimes those clots can get pushed through your body and hence, you know, cause a stroke or, you know, the, you hear about the PE, pulmonary uh, embolism is a clot in a lung. So, you know, there are so, so, so many uh, other uh, branches from heart disease that we need to, you know, be be aware of. So the goal is to have heart health, right? Heart health. Uh, I named a couple things to do. Now we're in the action part. So what do you want to do? And even if you don't have high blood pressure, I don't have high blood pressure. I don't, you know, all of my, you know, triglycerides and all of that kind of stuff, my blood work looks good. And I want to keep it that way. I want to keep it that way. The first thing I would actually should suggest, and this is not even on my list to talk about, track your yearly blood work. Track your yearly blood work. So while I don't have any of those diseases, what I did realize is that some of my numbers have ticked up. And while they're still in a healthy range, you know, if I just do a, not even get a deep dive into like numbers and all, but if I do a short projection about if my numbers keep rising like this every year, how many years will it take for me to get to a not bad place, to a bad place? You know, it was like, mm, you know, I, mm, mm-mm, <laughs> mm-mm. So, you know, that honestly really woke me up to see those uh, and how I got my blood work. It was um, like a side-by-side comparison of what it was last year. So it was really, really easy to see uh, some of those differences. Not many, you know, not all of them were different, but, you know, some of them were. And it was just like, nah, nah, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to even go there. I'm all about prevention, you know, at this point. So uh, that's the first thing I would say. Track and trend your blood work and just see, you know, where you were and where you are. And, you know, that that's a great, if you don't know where to start, that's a great place, great place to start. Because then you will know, like, mm, okay, I need to start here. <laughs> I need to start here. And like I said, I named a couple other ones when we talked about the decrease in blood pressure and a decrease in, and to decrease stress, which is healthy diet and exercise. You know, and that always should just be you know the case should always be your goal like for me um afternoon snacking was hard for me I don't know what it was like in the mornings I wouldn't really be too hungry and I would eat because they tell you you know to eat breakfast is important and then I would eat breakfast and I would be fine I would eat lunch you know and then like two three o'clock I was just raging hungry every day you know, every day. And that's why I said, I know about the snack monster. <laughs> snack monster has been attacking me for years, okay? So, you know, I, and I've tried so many things, so many things, so many things. And the one thing that has so far this year been working for me is that 16-hour intermittent fasting. So I eat between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. And then I fast from 7 p.m. to 11 a.m. And that has really, really, really changed um, my appetite. I feel like it's helped with my insulin sensitivity that I used to experience. Um, it's, it's worked for me, you know, 
not saying anyone should do it, but I'm just giving you examples of how I've tried unsuccessfully for years upon years upon years to figure out how can I start to have a better control over me and what I'm doing and where I want to go and what I want to do. You know, it take a, it took a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort and it still takes a lot of discipline. However, I I am just, you know, armed with the fact that I'm going to do what I need to do to be the healthiest person that I can be so that I can continue to share this information with people uh, and help them too. You know, I have a job to do. Uh, some other very important things. I would that I have on on this list to talk about action steps you could possibly take meditation and you will you probably probably heard me talk about meditation um, many times and you will continue to hear me talk about meditation like I said and it might not be for everyone uh and you might not have the same experience I have with it but I would just encourage anyone to at least try it try it and I actually will have an episode coming up soon uh, I think episode, let me see, episode 82 will be about meditation. So we'll get into that I'm a little a little more in detail uh, at that time. And if you don't want to wait for that, hit me in the DMs, hit me on the website. I'd be happy to talk to you about it. Um, definitely another action thing, action item could be to plan. You know, a lot of people, they're really fine in what they do. But they just don't plan for uh, unforeseen circumstances or maybe not being able to eat for a long period of time. And that causes you to maybe stop at that Burger King, stop at that McDonald's, go to that fast food place, um, eat a bag of chips or something like that. Just because you didn't plan. You know, you might not have been hungry when you left the house. And I'm not saying all of this in judgment. I'm saying all of this from experience. I've done that myself, you know, where I, I was like, okay, I planned uh, just the other, just last week, I taught a class and I was like, I'm going to leave early. I'm going to go to Wendy's. I'm going to get me a salad to eat. And then that will, you know, I'll be good until I leave. Cause you know, I don't eat till 11 and I was teaching a class at 12 and I was like, okay, you know, I will do that. Well, I didn't leave the house on time. <laughs> I didn't leave the house on time. So needless to say, I did not have time to go to Wendy's. Um, so I, the whole ride over, because I'm thinking like, okay, what am I going to eat? Where am I going to stop? What is, what is around there? So I just decided to get a Whopper Jr. Not a meal, no drink, no fries, just a Whopper Jr. Because for me, you know, I hadn't ate all day and I wasn't going to have the availability to eat for another four hours. And I'm teaching, you know, I was teaching a class. So I really, you know, I needed to have my wits about me. I needed not to be in a, you know, in a fog and I needed to be alert and I needed to be awake, you know, so that I can teach and engage my students. And so that's what I chose. And I was fine. You know, if I would have got the meal, it would have been too much for me. Uh, for where I'm trying to go and what I'm working on. So the burger, you know, even though that wasn't the best option, it was quick, it was convenient, it was right there, and it was something that was going to um, get me where I needed to go. So that's just, you know, I just try to give little examples of, because I'm, I'm living this stuff too, but I am, uh, you know, I'm aware of it and I have have put practices in place that allow me to make better decisions for myself 
So, uh, and I encourage you, you know, just to do the same. And then my last actions tip, I mentioned it with the meditation, is just have some me time. You don't even have to meditate. You can just sit quietly, 5, 10, 30 minutes, whatever. You know, work your way up. But just some time to sit still, just to re-engage with yourself, recharge, and just get ready, you know, to face face another, you know, another day. Or maybe you're at work and everybody is ticking you off and you just go in the bathroom for five minutes. Leave the light off if it's a single one. Just close your eyes and just take some deep breaths. You know, now I, I love, I have um, Apple Watch and that whole um, Breathe app is life. You know, you can set it for however many minutes you want. It's seven breaths per minute. And you can just take some time to just calm down and and do you, you know? So that's what uh, this episode was really about. Just talking about why you should focus on decreasing your blood pressure. And why you should is to protect your heart health. And to, you know, avoid heart disease and other chronic diseases that come along with that. And then we talked about a lot of different action items, such as healthy diet, exercising, meditation, planning your time better, and just having some me time. So I hope, you know, some of these action steps, you know, help you. Um, give me your feedback. Like I said, hit me up on the DM or or on our contact page on the website. I love to hear what you're doing. And I also just want to say thank you to everyone who has been um, supporting the Kidney Connection podcast. It is amazing. I looked at my um, my analytics and just seen that literally I am impacting people all over the world. You know, I have people in 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 different continents listening to little old me and it really really makes me feel good uh my planner dialysis planner is starting to sell so that means i'm also impacting people's lives on dialysis to to be healthier and to plan better and to start integrating better and and having a better quality of life and that means everything to me so just thank you thank you thank you so much uh for your support and for listening and all your feedback and I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Please be sure to share this broadcast with family, friends, or anyone that you think could benefit from it. Also, share your takeaways from this show on your IG stories. Don't forget, use the hashtag LWAP. Check out the show notes for the resources and references talked about in this episode at www.lwapllc.com slash blog. Thanks again. Talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.